What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. It's your boy, B Mark. And your girl, Kirsten Mark. And today we're going to be talking about recommitting to your resolutions. Let's be honest. I just told Kirsten this stat 87% of people fail their new resolutions within the first 60 days. Do you know that? I am like, that is fucking mind blowing to me. It's honestly kind of sad. Do you want to know why? I feel like a lot of people are very hard on the newcomers to the gym. They're like, oh, they shouldn't be here. They shouldn't be here. They shouldn't be here. And I think that's such a poor mindset because I think anyone that's in the gym is more than welcome in the gym and we all start somewhere. But it's sad for me to think of the people in the gym who won't be there in 60 days Mm -hmm. because they dropped off. And let's be honest. The reason that most people drop off at the gym is because they'll go for the first couple of weeks when Mm -hmm. they're motivated Mm -hmm. and they're feeling good and they're feeling excited. Yeah. And then they'll tweak their shoulder. Yeah. And then they tweak their shoulder. The kids get sick. And they tweak their shoulder. And then they're like, oh, I, I can't go to the gym today mm-hmm. because I tweak my shoulder. And then they'll fall out of routine. And then they won't know how to get back onto routine. And then they just never go back to the gym. Absolutely. And like all the excuses, tweaked your shoulder, got busy at work. Your kids got sick. I got sick, whatever it is. And then that's just the tipping point of never going back until you create another goal and get into that momentum that you felt when the new year started. Well, yeah. th- that's the thing. I think that a lot of people, what they do is they like, they have goals and I want to talk about myself. So I think that most people don't know how to handle adversity. And I think that's the struggle is they don't know how to handle adversity and they don't know how to push through when it's hard. So when I was playing football, when I was growing up, my goal in life was to be a pro football player. Like that's what I wanted to do more than anything, but I didn't know how to handle adversity. And so I played football for three years and I got s- scouted and I was supposed to play the Okanagan son, when I was 18 years old, they like came out, they scouted me, they're like, come to BC and play. But then when I was in grade 12, my shoulder got injured. And when my shoulder got injured, I didn't know how to handle that adversity. And so as soon as my shoulder got injured, I literally told everyone about my injury. I was like, I'm injured. I'm injured. I can't play football. I'm injured. Mm-hmm. I'm injured. I'm injured. I'm injured. I'm injured. But what I started doing is I just created this, like, I was just creating this like reality where I couldn't play football because I was injured. But it I could have just gone to rehab and then yeah. to play football. But instead of actually, oh my God, I talked about this this morning in my group, instead of focusing on the solution to your problem, because the problem's real. You have a shoulder injury. We're not taking away from the fact that your shoulder's injured, but you're focused on the problem instead of the solution to the problem. And so you spend so much time talking about it and that takes away from the time that you could be doing something about it. Yes. And because, but that doesn't make sense, Brian and Kirsten, but like all I'm doing is talking about it. But like the way that you think determines the way that you act. Yeah. And so if you're thinking and talking about all the things that are going wrong, of course, the way that you act is going to be out of alignment. But here's, I actually see this happen quite frequently in weight loss journeys. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you're on a weight loss journey or you've been on a weight loss journey, let me know if you resonate with this. I feel like a lot of weight loss clients will get into momentum yeah. and they'll start losing weight, getting in shape, feeling their very best. Yeah. And then something will happen. Car crash, yeah. fucking injury, yeah. fucking sickness. Yeah. And then that car crash or that injury or that sickness will trigger. No, it, it'll derail their momentum that, yeah. they, that they built. Yeah. And because most people don't know how to handle adversity, yeah. when they derail their momentum, they can't get it back. And that's what I was going to say. It triggers bad habits. So mm-hmm. it's like it derails your momentum and then it triggers bad habits. Well, now that I can't go to the gym, instead of going to the gym and I'm going to do what I used to do and that's watch TV. And when I used to watch TV, I used to eat a bowl of chips. And so now that I can't go to the gym, I'm going to replace that gym habit with a TV habit, which also equals a bag of chips habit. And then they're back slowly over time, go back to exactly where they were in the first place. Then you're back to where you were in the first place. Technically, I don't think you ever really start over. I think with every time that you try, you learn and you're different. But it's like, then it's harder. You feel guilty because mm. you're like, I was doing so well 
And now it feels like I've taken 80 steps back. Where do I start? Where do I begin? And it's easier for people to blame the crash. It's easier for people to blame the sickness. It's easier for people to blame the thing than it is to accept responsibility, pick up the pieces and try again. Dude, and I love that. And I agree. And I think that the reason, so bad habits get triggered. Yeah. And the reason that when people fall off track, bad habits get triggered is because they fall into unconscious patterns again. Yes. And yes, so yes, the way yes. that our brains work is like we're creatures of habit. That's why when you learn how to walk once, you just learn how to walk forever. And now you know how to walk. You know how to eat. You know how to grab a spoon and mm-hmm. put it in your mouth and eat because your brain learns how to do things. Yeah. And then you just do them. And that's how it works. And so if you're overweight, then your brain for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years has learned how to be overweight. Yeah. And you eat fast food. You don't go to the gym, et cetera, yeah. whatever. And then you try to make a conscious decision to change your life. Yeah. Like that takes a lot of conscious effort. Yeah. Like just like learning a new skill. Like if I try to give you the piano right now yeah. and I'm like, learn how to play the piano. Yeah. Like it would take a very long time for you to learn how to play the piano. Mm-hmm. And that same skill set applies to a weight loss journey. It's like if you're on a weight loss journey and you've been overweight most of your life, you have to understand that it's like, it's going to be a process. And that process could take one, two, maybe five years. But most people, what they do is when the new year comes around, they're like, oh, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. And then they'll be on, they'll actually start the year off right. And they'll crush yeah. it for the first couple of weeks. Yeah. They'll lose 10, five, 10. And then all of a sudden they get sick and then they fall off track. And then like you said, yeah. they feel like they've lost momentum or they yeah. lost all this progress they've gained. Yeah. They'll beat themselves up. They'll feel guilty. And then they just go back into this unconscious habits of just eating unhealthy and doing what they're doing. Yeah. I think that the solution to this problem is most people are very focused on the outcome that they want. Like yeah. They're like, I want to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. But I think the solution to the problem is to not make the outcome the goal for the first like three, six, nine months, but to make the process the goal. Oh my God. This is so weird. I literally talked about this this morning. So we are talking about falling in love with the process mm. because if you're in love with the end goal, like you're missing half of the point. So we talked about falling in love with like the learning that it takes, falling in love with the reps that you have to put in, falling in love with every single part of the journey so that every single day you can celebrate your success so you never feel like a failure. So I love that. I want to put another perspective into this and say love it. fall in love with the process. And I believe that you need to develop the discipline to do the process whether or not you love it. Dude, absolutely. And so that's another thing I was going to say is that I don't want to put some like negative woo woo energy out there, but the only thing that you can control is like sitting with you right now. It's yourself, right? So no matter what life is going to happen and something is going to happen that is going to tempt you to fall off track. Right. Yep. And so you have to understand that like emotions are temporary. So feeling good is like, we're feeling good. And 99% of the time I'd say we feel good. When we first met, it was like, maybe 70, 30, we were really good 70. And then 30%, we were in our own heads. And now we're at a place where it's like, typically Brian and I wake up and like, we're fucking good. But even with that shit happens. And so I think the real test is the way that you react when the shit happens. Mm. I'm going to jump in for a second. Yeah. Cause I actually disagree with you. Oh, I, I like it. I okay, okay. 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 I disagree because 99% of the time I'm not good. I would say 50% of the time I'm good. Here's what I mean by that. Okay. When I wake up in the morning, I would say 50% of the time, I feel fucking awesome. 50% of the time, I'm ready to jump out of bed. I'm ready to kill it. I'm ready to slay. I'm ready to dominate. And the other 50% of the time, I would rather stay in bed. And yes. this is why, let's come back to fucking yeah. that. Like, this isn't about falling in love with the process. I think this is about committing to the process, 
and doing it regardless of whether or not you like it. Because, okay, let's talk about success. Because let's say you have a resolution of losing 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that when I make a resolution, whether it's to lose 20 pounds, mm-hmm. get to a certain income level, yeah. it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Yeah. Like for me, it's like, I'm not maybe going to achieve this goal. Once I set it, I'm like, this is happening. And so r- no matter how long it takes, like this is going to yeah. happen. And so when I make that commitment in my head, like that commitment means that all the actions that I take leading up to that, like need to be heading in that direction. And so when I think of, think to myself, like, do I get out of bed or do I stay in bed? I'm like, well, I want to be jacked as fuck this summer. So I'm going to get out of bed. And so it's like, I know what my goals are and I've made the commitment that they're going to happen unless I'm fucking dead. And so like, I'm the type of person that I'm going to do the process regardless of whether or not I feel like it. And most people are conditional. Yeah. Most people will do the process if they feel good. Most people will do the process if they feel inspired, if they feel motivated, or then they'll look at us and they'll be like, they're always feeling good. I honestly, I'm going to be honest. I'm not always feeling good. I would say 50% of the time I'm feeling good. So I think if you look at the trajectory of every day that you have, that 99% of the time you are good, eliminating the morning. You want to know why? Yeah. Because in the morning I do the shit that makes me feel good regardless of whether or not I want to. Yes. Yes. Like my morning ritual. Yes. Every single fucking day. And so we're disregarding, we're disregarding the morning, but like your typical like attitude towards the day is very positive. But I will say, I agree. Like even for me as of lately, I actually think I'm more of a morning person than you when I'm on my shit. Like I'll fuck with him in the morning and I'll be like smiling and laughing. And it's like 50% he's going to smile and laugh back and 50% he's not. I feel that too. I'm like, leave me the fuck alone in the morning. My thing is, is so like I, if I am on a roll, which for the last like three to four months besides New Year's, and I'm going to talk about that besides like new year's i genuinely get up i dance on my story i have all this energy and brian will look at me and just be like what is this bitch doing because i feel fucking good in the morning but there's things that will trigger me to not if we have a really busy weekend and we're out all weekend or the biggest one is alcohol like if i over consume the week after i over consume alcohol is literally like it is the hardest thing. It feels like the hardest thing for me to get out of bed. So myself as a person and as a human being who isn't perfect, but is learning every single day, I'm starting to recognize how I feel like Kirsten Mark. And I say Kirsten Mark because I feel like Kirsten Mark energy is the energy that I have today. I feel good. I woke up. I'm excited. And I feel like when I have those weeks where I do feel off, I don't feel like myself because I've done something that's out of alignment with the type of person I want to be. And it throws me off for a little bit. So me as a human being recognize that. And then I start to eliminate or decrease those things so that I'm able to wake up and feel good because like, I really can wake up and be like, it's a beautiful fucking day. It's four in the morning. And I love it today. Even now coming back from like new year's and just being sick. It's, it was harder for me to get up. Every part of my body wanted to stay in bed this morning. And I was like, you are not. And then I got up and built up the momentum to get into the day. But that, so like when, so Kirsten's talking about like 99% of the time we feel good, 90% of the time we feel good. Once we get into our day, that's the case. But the reason we do that is because success starts in the morning. So you said disregard the morning and I want to go back to the morning. Yes. Yeah. Success starts in the morning. Yeah. So like the first thing that you do when you get out of bed is your alarm clock goes off and you press snooze, you automatically lost. Yeah. Because the first battle of the day is the one where you decide whether or not you get out of bed. And if you lose that battle, you lose the day. That's how I feel. And I think that, (laughs) of course, you can can meander your way through life and you can press snooze all you want. And if that's what you want to do, then like, then go for it. And nobody's going to judge you, but you'll judge you. 
And I disagree with that because I think that sometimes we hit snooze for 20 minutes. And although, yes, I agree that the, the goal would be to set the alarm. I do think that a lot of people will throw away a day because they start their morning off wrong. And I think that the morning is the, the starting point of the day. But I've had days where I've woke up and I've been like, wow, let's just like re-fucking set and redo. So I'll literally do my morning routine at two in the afternoon and enjoy the rest of my day and do But how often do you do that? Out, out of, very, out of, out of very. Out of a hundred times, how often do you do a morning ritual when you get out of bed? Very. Oh my God. Like almost a hundred percent of the time. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So like that mornings yes. are fucking important. But if we're talking to people who aren't as on as we are, a lot of people are going to hit snooze. And if we're talking to your clients, a lot of people are going to go. I, I don't think they should. I don't I, think they should either, but I do think that if they hit snooze and then they get up at 6.30 instead of 6, that they should take that as a win for the day and then try to get up at 6 a.m. the next day. I'm going to fucking be, no, I, dis- <laughs> I completely disagree. This is where like we have different mentalities. Yeah. I believe that if you want to be successful, you do whatever the fuck it takes. And I don't believe in like any room for error. And yeah. the way that I became an overall champion is like, I became better than everyone. Yeah. And like, that's my mentality is like, yeah. if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it better than everyone. And I'm going to try to best myself and everything that I do. And so you wake up, I'm like, I'm going to wake up earlier than you. I literally, this isn't a joke. I find out what time all my friends are waking up at and I wake up earlier than all of them. Yeah. Why? Because I want to have an edge. Yeah. Because I want to And I love that about him. And I think like, so I come from a more feminine energy perspective. I feel like as females, we are so hard on ourselves. And so what I see is like someone who is overweight. Okay. Someone who's overweight and has been overweight for the last 30 years. They are trying so hard to get back in, this is where my like compassion side comes out. They're trying so hard to get back into it. Okay. So they set their alarm and they snooze and they, they, they're like, well, I'm a fucking failure for the day. This, and instead, instead of just changing and like taking action towards waking up the next day, they sit and they beat themselves up for the entire day, which does absolutely nothing. I agree. So, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's a productive mindset. It's not a productive mindset, but it's a mindset that I see in so many females. We literally will always focus on the things that we're not doing. And we're so fucking hard on ourselves that it's like, for me, what works for me now, like even like last week, it was like my alarm went off and I didn't get off, but I got off at six. And if I would have looked at that as a fail, I would have just gotten my own head even worse than I did last week. But I was like, I got up at six and it's not seven. So like, I'm happy with this for today. But with that being said, you always have to progress. So if you're constantly setting your alarm for 6am and getting up at 630 and it's been two years, like something's got to change. So you have to make sure that like, like if you look at your progress over the last year, it should always go up. Yeah. And we're talking about like recommitting your resolutions, which basically means you've fallen off track because you feel like you failed. Yeah. Like that, the, the not productive mindset is like, beating yourself up over it. Yes, it's not yes, productive yes. because it's not productive because any mindset that like where you feel disempowered will not serve you. Mm-hmm. And I do believe like, I'm going to be straight. I still disagree because I think that the reason that most people are struggling with their weight or struggling with their business is because their whole fucking life, they've been compassionate with themselves. Mm-hmm. They've been sleeping. Oh, in too I much. agree. They've been I sleeping agree. In too much, eating too much, eating too much, snacking too much, not going to the gym too much. and like taking too much breaks. Yeah. So, like, I believe that if you want to be successful, that you need to cut yourself off from some of the things that have been holding you back. Mm -hmm. And because most people have lived their life on the other side, which is like overeating, like, you know, maybe like oversleeping, oversnacking on the weekends, overdrinking, et cetera. I do believe that if you want to change your life, you need to head 
you need to veer in the other direction. Yeah. Right. And like, I'm not saying extremist and like cut out alcohol forever and never touch a drop of booze and don't smoke weed. It's bad for you. Blah, blah, blah. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that like, you need to practice integrity mm-hmm. and integrity means that like I'm, and it's not just like, it's integrity to the process and integrity to the outcome. So like integrity to the outcome is saying like, if you have a new year's resolution of losing 20 pounds, yeah, that is happening in is 2023. Happening. Yes. yes. Period. Yes. Yes. Because 87% of New Year's resolutioners fail. Yeah. And so if 87% of those New Year's resolutioners fail, don't be a statistic. Make the commitment that you're yeah. going to make it happen. Yeah. So that's number one. But integrity to the process means that there might be a day where you sleep in by accident yes. and yes. you set your yes. for six, you yes. get up at 630. But I'm so integral to my process and that I'm going to make the commitment to get up earlier tomorrow. Yes. So I'm going to exactly. figure out exactly what I did that caused me not to wake up at the right time. Exactly. Maybe I didn't go to bed on time. Yes. Maybe I was watching TV until 11 o'clock at night. So I'm going to stop watching TV at nine yes. so that I can actually wake up when my alarm goes off so that I can get to the gym yes. because I've committed to my weight loss goals. But yes. most people don't think like that. Here's what most people do is they'll, like you said, yeah. they'll set their alarm for six. Yeah. They'll get up at 630. Yeah. They feel like a failure. Yeah. They don't go to the gym yeah. because they don't go to the gym today. They're like, fuck it. I missed boom, boom, boom. it. May as well just fucking eat some fast food because whatever. It doesn't matter anyways. Yeah. Today's a cheat day because I missed the gym. Yes. And then they wake up tomorrow. They're, yes. they're sleeping until 630. They're like, fuck my life. And then they have a little bit of healthy food to make themselves feel better. And then they'll go to work and then they'll eat out because it's another cheat day because they miss the gym. And then by the time they wake up next week, they don't even try to set the alarm. No. And they're just, yeah, boom. Yeah. 87% of people do that. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And that's like, you need a solution-based mentality. I agree with absolutely everything that you said. And I do think too, that way too many people get way too much compassion. And something that I've been doing in my group is more of a tough love approach because a lot of people that are overweight are getting patted on the back. The Maybe it's like the, the illness that they have or like the weight that they've gained. And so they need someone to be super direct with them and be like, do you realize that like you are the person who got you to the place that you are right now? Like you are, you're the problem, but you're also the solution. So I completely agree with everything that you said. I think the only disconnect was that I feel like a lot of females specifically and males too get trapped in the mindset of beating themselves up because they feel like the one day that they slept in is now a failure. And it's like solution-based mindset is the solution. So like, okay, you woke up late. I always say that like a really good tip is, and I need to take this for myself. If you're going to be angry at yourself, set like a timer on your phone for like 60 seconds, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you want, and allow yourself to be angry because that angry, the feeling towards yourself can inspire action. But if you don't set a timer and you just spend the entire day being mad at yourself or sleeping in, you just wasted like the other fucking 12 hours of the day where you could have been doing something productive. So it's like that mindset for longer than like 60 seconds to 10 minutes of being angry at yourself just doesn't is it of service to you? Hmm. Like recommitting to your resolutions. I agree. Recommitting to your resolutions means that you're like, you need to understand that the person that you were can't lead you to the goals that you have. Yes. And so your brain and your body is going to fight you at every moment in time. And so as soon as you make a mistake, 
your brain's going to kick in and be like, mm -hmm. idiot, you slept in. There's no you point. Always you this. always do this. Yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. That's your brain. Yeah. And you as a conscious human need to make the decision that you're not going to head down that path. And you need to say, yeah. like Kirsten said to yourself, like, listen, I shit happens, but let's get back on the horse. Let's rewrite, do the, rewrite let's, your story. Let's do the very best that we can with the rest of this day. Yeah. Let's do the very best yeah. that we can with the rest of this day. It's like the same thing with people who fall off in the middle of the week. And then they, they're like, well, I'll start again on Monday. And it's like, no, you still have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's the same thing with new year's resolutions. Like, like we said, there's going to be something that happens that either like triggers old habits. And so one thing I will say about Brian is like, he takes his vision board very seriously. It's not just like a vision. It's like, basically like I can look into the future by looking at that board. I'm like, okay, I can see what we're doing because he is so, so committed to his integrity, to what he says he's going to do. And it always happens. And when I first met Brian, I had been in relationships where like, I'm not saying they were the problem. We were both the problems where there was so much talk about what was going to be done, but not a lot of action towards actually doing the thing. And Brian was the first guy that I met that actually said he was going to do something and followed through. And I didn't believe him at first because of how many times I'd heard the talk. I've heard the talk. I've heard the talk. I've heard the talk. But what I hadn't seen is the action to back up the talk. And so if you're making a vision board, I think you should take it with, take the Brian Mark mentality into the vision board. Are you making this as like some dream life? Or is this actually something that you're willing to put in the work for? And like, I don't want to toot your horn, horn too much because like he already toots his own horn enough, yes, but I do. he does, but he, it's super inspiring. You guys, like, I think the first vision board we made, I, I overshot in a lot of areas, but watching him, like I take my vision board incredibly seriously. Like I'm looking at my vision board from last year, there was a few things that I needed to revise, but <laughs> so many things we've just like checked off and checked off. So your vision board and your new year's resolutions aren't just a dream. They're not supposed to just be a daydream of a life that you could live. They should actually be the life that like you are going to live. Like no ifs, no ands, no buts, yeah, no think, circumstances I, that will affect it. I think that when people see the life that I've created, like the Lamborghini, the mansion, the, the beautiful, beautiful life. life. I was going to oh, say that. Oh, yeah, that was literally my next word. <laughs> when people see the life that I've created, it's easy to assume that, you know, I had it lucky or, you know, like something like something was in my cards. But if you actually peek behind the curtain of my life, you'll see how fucking relentless I am in everything mm -hmm. that I do. Mm -hmm. Five podcasts a week, 10 a.m. PST, haven't missed for the last three years. When I show up to coaching calls, I show up with energy, passion, and intensity. And I've done that for the last three and a half years. Like, I don't miss. I don't miss workouts no matter how busy I am. I don't miss morning rituals. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm there. Sometimes I break integrity and I'm not, you know, I'm not just like, I'm not perfect yeah. because I'm human. But I want you guys to know that like, it's the relentless actions and the relentless recommitments. And guys, like sometimes you need to recommit to your goals. Absolutely. Right? Sometimes you do something that falls yeah. off track. Yeah. Sometimes we go out, I get too fucked up and yeah. I ask for drugs. Yes. That happens. Yeah. yeah. But like recommitting to your resolutions is recommitting to being the best version of yourself. Recommitting to your resolutions is recommitting to those things that you said that you wanted. And no matter how many times you fall Who off. Was it? it was, I think it's in the book that I'm reading now, The Alchemist. Yeah, the Alchemist but yeah. there's this very famous quote and it says, fall down seven times, stand up eight. Yes. But that doesn't just mean fall down seven times, stand up eight. That means fall down 800 times yes. and stand up 801. One, yes. And I think the reason that most people fail at achieving their goals is because they're on the path, they're in momentum, life 
hits them with a fucking curveball, and then they feel like shit, and they tell everyone about the curveball. That is the worst mistake you can make. Oh, as as soon as a curveball happens, you're like, did you hear about that curveball? That that, I caught myself. Did you hear about that, that curveball? Did you hear about that curveball? Did you see that fucking curveball? Did you see Do that? You remember ball? last week? I literally caught myself doing this. Mm-hmm. I was like, all I'm doing is talking about how sick I was, how sick I was. New Year's, New Year's, New Year's, and I'm like, then I I recognize I was like. One thing Brian does is he does things that I think are like far worse than my stupid little New Year's evening. And he literally acknowledges it. He apologizes and he gets better. I mean, and he doesn't on. spend time. It's called feel it, drop it, move the fuck on. And I asked him, well, I just like, I'm like, I feel like how? And he's like, you just do it. Drop it. Here's the thing is human beings have a natural tendency to negativity. Yeah. That's why yeah. when you turn on all the news stations, oh my God. 89 to 95% of all the stories are negative yes. because human beings are drawn into negativity, Yeah, which is why if you're driving on the highway and you see a car crash, you're going to slow down and take a look at the car crash. Yes. But if you drive down the highway and you see a mother hugging her child, you're not going to slow down and look at that. Oh, that's good. Right? Yeah. So like human beings are drawn to negativity and so is your mind. Yes. Your mind is drawn to negativity. Yeah. And so when something happens in your life, it's very easy for you to be like, look at this thing. Look at this thing. Look at this thing. Not only because your mind is tuned into it, but because other people will respond. When I tell her, she's going to be like, oh shit, what happened? Have you ever been in those situations where like everyone is complaining and then they're feeding off the complaining? And so it's just like a conversation of complaining. Oh my God, I totally feel you. No, I totally feel you. And then it goes on for hours and hours That's and hours. That's 90% of conversation. What is so mind blowing. And this is what I said to my girls today. I was like, could you imagine at the end of your life, you got a report and on the report, it told you, you spent 90% of your life complaining. Would you like, that's how some people are going to end their life is their life is going to end. And then they're going to look back and they're going to remember the conversations they had where they complained about their health issues. They complained about the government. They complained about their busyness. They complained about their kids. And it's like, I don't think people actually realize how much of a blessing this like opportunity to live and to like impact and to do whatever makes your heart happy is. And it's like, I can't even when I'm talking to somebody and they're talking about something that like they just keep complaining and complaining. I can't even look them in the eyeballs because if I do, they will literally see how I feel. Like it'll look into their soul because I'm like, it is that it irks me. It yeah, irks like, me. It's here's the hard part is if you are the type of person that is constantly complaining about everything going wrong, not only are you robbing yourself of your own power, yes. but you're also sabotaging your own ability to accomplish your goals. Absolutely. Because it's impossible to create a positive life from a negative mind. It's impossible to create a positive life from a negative mind. That's it. And so recommitting to your resolutions is understanding that everybody falls. Everyone. Everybody Ryan misses, does. I do. Everybody, everybody misses workouts sometimes. Yeah. Everybody misses shit. But it's like over the course of the next three years of your life, I want you to ask yourself, what kind of person are you going to show up as? And like, what type of person are you going to show up as when adversity hits? Because I feel like that's when you really see. And I, and that's where I feel like I had to do a lot of self-reflection this past week is I'm like, when adversity hits, I'm like, not the type of person that I want to be. So there's some like work that needs to be done there. Because yeah. it's like, I feel like a real test is who do you show up as when things don't go your way? Who do you show up as when that illness comes? Or who do you show up as when your kids are sick? Or who do you show up as when your husband's being a ding dong? Do you know what I mean? I actually, like, I agree. Yeah. I, I want to shout out. There's a member of our gym. 
Oh, her, yes. His name is Calvin. Yeah. Oh, and my Calvin, God. Calvin was at work and got his leg crushed. I think it was by either a forklift or uh, yeah, I like got a metal beam or something like that. Yeah. Got his leg crushed. Three days later, Calvin was in the gym. Two months later, Calvin was doing legs. Four months later, six months later, it's been six months now. I just saw him squatting fucking 350 pounds. Oh my God. But like, but he's the type of person where when adversity hits, he's not like, oh my God, like what the fuck? Like why me? He's like, okay, I got a broken leg, but I can still go to the fucking gym. I got a broken leg, but I can still eat healthy. I got a broken leg, but I can still show up with a positive mindset and understand that I'm still breathing. And that's the mentality we need to adopt. It's like, no matter matter what what happens to us, we're going to remain positive and optimistic and we're going to do our very best with the tools that are at our disposal. Absolutely. That's That's fucking it. That's it. I love it. And can I shout out somebody too? Yeah, of course. My sister last year also had like a similar incident. And although like, and this is a thing, like you're going to go through those mental struggles and those battles. And like, I do think that when a situation happens, like it's important to give yourself the space to feel, just don't stay stuck in it. But she went through something similar. And although she didn't go to the gym, she was sending me videos of her doing at-home ab workouts. And now, like after one of the hardest years of her life, she is literally- like a fitness model Dude, she is like in the best shape I've ever seen her. And she's put on so much muscle. She did her pull-up for the first time. And that all started when she went through one of like the hardest experiences of her life. And that was her broken foot, so- it's so funny because we're talking about, we're going to keep going because I'm excited. I know, me We're too. talking about micro moments, but I want to span out and talk about a macro moment because mm-hmm. the micro moment is like injury happens, you know, adversity hits, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, you know, broken leg, broken foot, car crash, accident, yeah. anything, whatever yeah. it is, right? And what most people do in those micro moments is they find people to blame. Yep. The person that fucking was driving the other car hit me and my insurance isn't yes, paying for yes, it. And yes. I've got this much pain and this is what's happening to me. And it's not fucking fair. And woe is me. That's what 99% of people do. And if you do that, I'm not fucking shaming you, but I'm just making you aware of a habit that you have. Mm-hmm. So those are those micro moments, right? And then, and there's some people that champion that adversity and they yeah. take it. And they're like, I'm going to take this. Yeah. And I'm going to use this as an opportunity to grow. And those are the people that get success. Yes. But I also want to talk about macro moments. Because we're talking about a micro moment adversity. What about the macro moment adversities? What about the fact that you might be working at a job that you don't like right now and you just settled for it because Mm. you just gave up on the goal or ambition that you have? Mm. What about the fact that like you might be like getting underpaid for the work that you're doing at your current job and you had this resolution of starting your own business or becoming an entrepreneur or traveling the world or whatever it is that you wanted Mm. to do but you put that resolution on the back burner because of all this adversity that you're experiencing. Recommitting to your resolutions means that one day you're going to die. And that's what a lot of people don't like understand. And like, we've had some like really close people to us pass away recently, which yeah. like made us like hyper aware that like one day you're just going to die. And it's, mm. that's going to be the end of your life. Mm. And if at the end of your life, you can look back at yourself and say like, you honestly gave your very best. Then I feel like, for me, I'll be able to go up peacefully. Yeah. If I get to the end of my life and I look back at the last 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years, yeah. and I realize that I put my dreams on the back burner and I never fully committed to my resolutions, I'm just not going to be fucking happy going out. And I want to say two things, because I think that for a lot of people, what might seem daunting is thinking about the 30 to 40 to 60 to 70 years. And also just like triggering maybe something that they realize like, oh, fuck, like I got a long road ahead of me. And I think if that's how you feel, if you're like, oh, holy shit, this hits hard. But like, I feel like there's so many pieces that I need to pick up. Like, where do I even start? I think like the answer is you always start 
with the day ahead of you. Because what you said, it's like, if you can succeed the day you win and anybody, anybody can win it one day. But if you think about winning 365 days of the year, you're like, well, what? That's a lot. So it's like, you just start with creating a list of things you need to do in order to end the day feeling successful. And if you can do that every day, you wake up, you spend five minutes and you say today, in order for me to go to bed, feeling successful, I need to work towards leaving the job that I don't like, whether that means an hour of studying or an hour of handing out resumes. Like you just look at the day ahead and it will be absolutely fucking insane. If you do that for 30, 60, 90 days for you to look at how much your life has changed just by looking at the day ahead of you. And I also think the last thing that I want to say is like the championship mindset that Brian has isn't just a Brian Mark mentality. Every single one of you, whether you're 30 pounds overweight, if you're fucking broke, it doesn't matter where you're at. It is like deep within you. You just haven't tapped into it yet. So like if you're looking at our lives and like our house and like our relationship and like the gym and all of those things. And you're like, well, yeah, like, of course you guys are doing well. You have to understand that. Like we haven't always embodied the championship mentality. Like we've worked our way and now we've tapped into it. So it's like, it's not a foreign thing to you. It's something that lives inside of you. You just have to tap into it. And that is like, I love all of that. And the one thing I want to hone on is that like, all you need to do is to win the day, win the day. Because win if you win today yes. and you do everything that you can possibly do in your power yes. to come out of today and look back and realize that you did everything that you needed to do in order to be successful, then that's a successful life. Exactly. Because if exactly. you look at like, and this is the reason that I do have the, I don't miss mentality is because that's the type of mentality. If I have that, I don't miss mentality today mm. and I just execute today and then I go to bed successful and then I wake up tomorrow and I have that, I don't miss mentality tomorrow and I execute. And then I do that again the next day. And then I look back on my fucking year. And then I realize that every single day I had that I don't miss mentality, that execute mentality, mm. that whatever it takes to be successful mentality, my life is going to be in a completely different place. And you don't even recognize the person that you were before. It's like you have this like transformation and you look back and you're like, I don't even know who that is. But most people, what they'll do is I don't miss, I don't miss, I don't miss, I miss. miss. Oh my God, I feel so guilty that I missed. Yes. This is yes. shitty that I missed. Yes. Why yes. the fuck did yes. I miss? Yes. I'm going to yes. for missing. Fuck it. It doesn't matter anyways. And I'm back to my old place. And I think like if I look back towards like, if I look back at the, at my life for the last however many years, because I don't identify with age. Okay. It's like, I would mess up. Stay off, stay off, stay off. Mess up, stay off, stay off. Mess up, stay off. Mess up, mess up. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like the amount of time you spend sitting in the setback and not recognizing that a setback is the perfect opportunity for a setup for a comeback. Like, that's what it is, you guys. So it's like, if I look at my life, I had just now, I spend a lot less time sitting in my failures and just understanding that the setback is the setup for the comeback. So there was like four or five months where I was like, I don't even remember one negative thought entering my mind. I just literally was like, not about myself, not about my relationship, not about anything. I genuinely just lived in a state of, I'm grateful. Mm. I'm excited. Life is good. And after that four or five months was up, I, someone said something on my live stream and I was like, they said, oh, I'm feeling this way. And I was like, you know, what's crazy. That comment just made me realize that I haven't felt like, I don't remember the last time I felt negative towards my body. I don't remember the last time. I felt negative towards myself. And then the light bulb went off and I was like, I spent so many days just winning the day ahead of me that now I'm a completely different person until someone said something I didn't even recognize it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like winning the day is everything because if you win the day, 
a hundred times in a row, you win the luck, you win the fucking lottery. You're a new person and you just like, it's just like your new normal. Yeah, I want every single person that's watching this to become successful. Yeah, me too. Every single person that's watching this, I want you to become successful and I want you to achieve all of the freedom and Everything. all of the financial freedom that yes. you've always ever wanted. And it starts with recommitting your resolution. So yeah. don't let temporary setbacks become permanent obstacles. Make the decision that you're going to live a phenomenal life and that you're not going to let anything get in the way of that. And the more successful people we have in the world, the more people that are abundant, the more people that make all the money they want to make that like make the impact they want to make, the better of a world we have. In then the conversations where people are complaining are now not normal. And it's weird to hear people complain. And that's the type of life I want to yeah, create. I agree. And with that, that's it. That's all. Hope you guys have the best of your entire life. Curse, where they find you? You can find me on every literal single platform, Curse uh, and Mark, Facebook, Curse and Mark, YouTube, The Real Curse and Mark on IG and TikTok. Just type Curse and Mark in everywhere and you'll find my beautiful face. Peace.